Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are talking about the Marvel movie, uh, much requested, finally getting to it now that it's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the Eternals, <laughs> everybody. The Eternals. Jesus yeah. so- Christ. <laughs> oh man (laughs) yeah uh what'd you think of the movie rebecca i didn't care i okay (laughs) i came in today to this recording session going okay is it just because i'm sad and i have covid or did everybody else hate this movie (laughs) that was my general (laughs) feeling of like i don't know if it's because i've been inside for 10 days in a row but i don't like this (laughs) Yeah, no, I had the exact same reaction where I was like, first of all, you see the runtime, you're like two and a half hours. Are you you better be giving me something special? And then you watch it, and I just turned to Kat about halfway through and I said, I don't care about any of these characters or these stakes. I (laughs) literally, this is the, I have never cared less that the world was ending. I have never cared less. Right? Never. I was like, like, if this movie ends, with the whole world getting blown up, I'd be like, true. Like that wouldn't bo- <laughs> it wouldn't bother me for a second. I cared about no one. I want a singular planet with what's uh oh, I'm gonna find his character name, uh Kingo. Kamal Nanjiani. Yeah. Kingo, yeah, Kamal Nanjiani's character. Kingo, yeah. yeah. Like that's I wanna watch him. I'd watch him for two and a half hours, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. This no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it 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 dragged. Um, it, there's a chance that it, you know it, it's not made for me. You know, maybe it's mm-hmm. got something for for somebody else. And if you liked it, all good. But uh, whoo, uh, it it was a slog. I, I'll say this right now: I had two separate bathroom breaks in the uh, fi- in the finale. Like <laughs> I was just so <laughs> bored. <laughs> Or I paused it and went to the bathroom twice during the final fight just because I was like, whatever. Uh, Anyway, guys, it's the Eternals. We're doing it. We did it for you. Hey, if if you've seen it, uh, great. If you haven't and you don't feel like slogging your way through it, boy, do we have a recap for you. And here it goes. Uh, So, Jesus. And even just saying this stuff. (laughs) I'm just like I don't fucking care. Okay, so we're we're on Earth, and the whole thing is there's this uh, there's these things called celestials, and they are like out there in the universe, and they are creating galaxies and things like that. Fine, whatever. And then there are deviants, uh, and deviants emerge, and they are trying to kill intelligent life. Uh, so the celestials made Eternals. Like <laughs> this is just such horseshit as I'm saying it. Uh, <laughs> And the Eternals are like these like human uh, type people who are like basically stand-ins for what we know as gods. And they come to Earth and they fight the uh, deviants so that human beings can succeed and grow as a culture. But they're not the Eternals are not allowed to interfere unless it has to do with the deviants. And we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, So whole bunch of characters. Uh, we maybe will meet them at some, I, I don't, Icarus is a big one, Circe, uh, Athena, not Athena, Athena, um, Ajak, who's played by Selma Hayek, Kingo, Kamala Anjani, Sprite, who's like a kid, Fastos, who's good with technology, there's, uh, there's a, a very unfortunately named character named Droog, I hate that name so much. It yeah, I kept calling grunts. him Teen Mind Control the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, teen, teen Mind Control. Anyway, uh, we're about midway through the movie, and oh my god, one of the characters, uh, 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 which one? Oh, Selma Hayek's character turns up dead, and they're like, what? And we're supposed to care about that, I think. And then uh, Cersei gets picked as the new uh, leader of the Eternals on Earth, and it's like, surprise, uh, the Celestials created the uh, Deviants, and you were there so that intelligent life could emerge and the earth is a giant egg and you've just been basically that feeds off of human intelligence and you've basically been tr- farming humans to create intelligence so a giant celestial can emerge out of the egg and it's like 
all the Eternals are like, no, don't do that. So they try and stop this egg from hatching. And uh, one of them, Icarus, is like, no, I knew the whole time. And you're like, you did? Uh, and uh, <laughs> he tries to stop them, and there's kind of a fight. And uh, at a certain point, one of the uh, deviant things is starting to like absorb the powers of all these Eternals and like becomes sentient and starts talking to them and uh, making some really good points. And then uh, <laughs> the movie ends with this celestial trying to emerge out of the earth. And then they just kind of bond with him as he's emerging and they all decide, no, don't. And he stops and he turns to stone. And then Icarus flies into the sun uh, because he's so mad that he had to fight his other Eternals. And uh, that's the movie. And you, you, did I miss anything of importance? Who knows? Oh, <laughs> who cares? Begs the question: Is any of it? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! So, yeah, so it's a it's a bit of a slog. Uh, it's fine, but uh, I, I I guess you know who did you peg as the villains in this? Well, definitely the deviants themselves yeah. for sure, and that's like a main plot line for a lot of this movie. Um, and then obviously I, I call him, uh, King traffic light. Um, okay. <laughs> cause he's just, he's two traffic lights with a body on him, I guess. What? Icarus? No. Um, Erisham. Oh, Erisham. Yes. The, the <laughs> celestial. Yeah. You're oh, King. Yes. He does look like a traffic light. You're right. You're he looks like two right. traffic lights on a body. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> So I just kept calling him King Traffic Light in my head. Yeah, it's kind of the head celestial who, like, created all the Eternals. And that yeah, so yeah. he would be, obvious, in, in my opinion, another villain. And then uh, and then we have Icarus. And Who's then like Kingo the to a certain degree, I would say. And then Sprite to a certain degree. Yeah, and that kind of, the, the Sprite thing kind of came out of nowhere. At the end, I was like, wait, you side with him now? Why? Well, because she was in love with it. Like, it was established that she was in love with him the whole time. Was it? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, no, no. That was, like, that was, like, firmly established. I didn't think that was, like, that out of left field oh, for okay. me. I just, you know, it was kind of like the rest of it. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I agree. So I, I came up with the same sort of things. I will say um, I thought this obviously being my first time watching the movie, I thought that Droog guy, mm -hmm. I thought they were setting him up to be a villain. Because yes! about halfway, because about halfway through, um, we established that he has had a falling out with the rest of the Eternals, where he's like, hey, we should stop genocide. And they're like, no, don't. And he's like, but I have mind control powers, so I could just stop the genocide from happening. And they're like, you can't or we'll kill you. And he wanders away into the woods, mind controlling these people. And I think creates some utopia. So I was like, oh, I've been doing this podcast too long because I assumed that anybody who has a falling out with the heroes and has some really good fucking points by the midpoint of the movie is going to turn out to be our villain at the end. And then it just kind of turns out that he's useless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and also I maintain, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, I maintain mind control is one of the evil superpowers. Right, exactly. There are super. There are some superpowers that are in the middle. They're gray areas. I would say mind control is strongly on the evil side. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, and so you're like, oh, I could see how you would misuse that or like overstep your bounds. And then he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of fine. <laughs> and you're just like, okay. Yeah, I I, I, I no, oh, yeah. Teen mind control really did seem like he was going to be an absolute fucking villain. And no, he turned out to be, Kingo just falls off. Yeah, he's that just, was crazy to he's me. He's like a smaller villain because in the sense of like, he kind of just abandons the team and is like, peace. But like, <laughs> and you... You expect him to come back at some point or right. something will happen or he'll change his mind or I don't know. He yeah, that he rides in at the last minute to save the day because like they get themselves in a jam. I thought that's what it was setting up. I, I kind of in a certain sense appreciate that they 
uh, defy movie convention in that sense. But I was just like, there are so many characters in this movie. So many characters have been introduced to the fact that you have introduced a character who is the best character in the whole movie. Absolutely. And not even close. Like no, he is so far ahead of everyone. He's so much more charming. I would say the only person that maybe comes close to him is his uh, valet. Right. Like his, like, and and they're kind of like, they've got this whole duo thing going on and they like that works really well. I love both of them. That's all I want to watch. Before we started recording, what I desperately want to see is a version of this movie that is just the documentary that they were filming while they were, uh, you know, the, the fake documentary that him and his valet were filming about who they are. Yes. You know, that's that would be funny because then all these characters can come in and out and you don't have to care about who they are. They just kind of are characters in a documentary and it plays well, but they try and make you have such <laughs> emotional resonance with these characters that you've known mm-hmm. for literally five seconds. Yep. Nope. After like so much expo- so much and such ridiculous exposition that you're like, I don't care. I mean, I, you know, uh, 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 not seriously, Ajax care, Ajax, Selma Hayek dies. And you're like, I guess that's a thing. Like, I think I've spent five minutes with you on screen. I guess I'm supposed to care. I guess I'm supposed to the understand only that, that hurts you guys. <laughs> the only reason why I cared a bit is because I was like, well, you were going to be good though. Like stay <laughs> like, yeah, don't, don't leave the movie yet. <laughs> there's only, <laughs> there's only a small part of good in this and you're a part of that. So maybe you could yeah. stick around a little longer. <laughs> also, sure. uh, what kind of, I'm sorry. If I straight up murder somebody, I'm not just leaving the body around. That was a misstep, sir. That was a mi- you're you're leaving evidence. Oh yeah, okay. Because Icarus kills her because yes. she says we should save the planet instead of letting it die. Because oh, I forgot to mention in the recap, um, they've done this hundreds of, or if not thousands, if not millions of times, and their memory gets wiped every time. So they're always helping destroy planets by supporting intelligent life, and then they get. Uh, shut down and basically rebooted and done again. So uh, Selma Hayek, uh, uh, Ajax is like, no, let's save this planet this time. And Icarus is kind of just like, well, it's our mission. So I'm going to keep going with it. And his whole thing is like, I'm going to bring back these deviants because they thought they'd wiped them out, right? For thousands Mm -hmm. of years, they thought that these guys had been wiped out. And they're like, now there's deviants. And he did that because he ne- thought they needed a distraction. I was like, if he just said it did nothing, none of the other Eternals would have gotten together and they never would have figured out that uh, the world was ended. Yep. Oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah, buddy. That is 100%. What you're saying is 1,000% true. Um, Icarus yeah, has if he some... If done nothing, it all would have worked out. Just some big missteps. <laughs> Number one, I do not buy, okay, like, godly or not, I don't buy any couples staying together for centuries, okay? Many couples I know have not made it through one pandemic, okay? There's no, <laughs> there's no way these people, there's a reason why all these stories of gods, they're always sleeping with a bunch of people. You live too long, okay? You yeah. can't, this guy being like, oh, I still love you after centuries. I don't buy it, dude. I don't buy it. You don't start a relationship with sand sex and then want to keep that train rolling for centuries. Sand sex is the worst sex, okay, of all the sexes, okay? It's horrible. I, I, all I kept thinking was like, nobody, no, don't do this. <laughs> to be fair, I think her power is that she can turn sand into other things. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that plays in. Oh, okay. You got creative? I like that. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But also, what were her powers? Uh, Great question. Great question. The tree thing didn't seem to come into play later, and it really seemed like it was going to. (laughs) She is arguably, Cersei is arguably the main character of this movie, and I knew so little about her at the end, where I was, I was, I legitimately turned to Kat, who was sitting there watching it with me, and I go, what did she just do? This is the finale, where she's, like, turning the thing to stone. I, I thought like, she turned it to ice. Like, I thought she, I like, I thought froze so, it. too. 
and then they mentioned it's stone at the end. Oh. But there's, you're right. There's this point where you're like, oh, she kind of turns like sand into other things or like rocks into water or like, okay, you can kind of do that. And then she turns one of the uh, deviants into a tree and it feels like they want this to be this big revelation of like, she can do stuff. She and can I'm do like, stuff. How is that? <laughs> she can do, or she can do more or something. They never explain why that's a big deal or that she couldn't, they kind of just say you couldn't do that before. But in my mind, I'm like, I've seen superpowers on screen before. So the idea that you can just, as someone who can turn sand into water or water into sand or stone into whatever, that you could turn something into a tree is not mind blowing to me. Yeah. Like I, I'd contrast it with um, when Captain America uh, picks up Thor's hammer in Endgame, mm. you know, and you're like, well, that had been set up over dozens of movies. Oh, it felt and very satisfying. Yes, felt yeah. We understood the stakes and we understood why that was a big deal. And like, yeah, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it because <laughs> like the way he did it. And then this, they sort of presented it as like, how did you make him into a tree? And you go. I don't know and I don't care. And then we get to the end of the movie and I'm just like, what did you what did she want in this? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, and to be okay, uh, <laughs> off the top of this movie, I had a very weird moment because I I threw I threw it on the movie and I was, you know, when you're still like setting yourself up a bit, like I'm still opening my notebook a little bit, like I'm yeah, getting my yeah. caught whatever. And I misheard Cersei say her name and I thought she's I thought he said hi I'm Icarus and she was like hi I'm sassy and I was like what like I just started screaming in my apartment like I was like no there's no way that's real I like backed it up and I was like oh oh okay that makes way Uh, more sense but if she had been sassy at least that would have been a character trait yes that would have been interesting just Always saying something a little offside, yeah. and like, or, yeah, or she right. just isn't sassy at all, and for some reason that's her name. Like, <laughs> I don't care. <sighs> but yeah, and Cersei's whole thing is basically she becomes the head of the Eternals as she talks to Arishab or whatever, and he's like, "By the way, I created the Deviants and I created you, and uh, the the planet that you're from doesn't exist, and you've done this hundreds of times. Uh, you help these things emerge." Uh, that's your mission. Don't everything you know is a lie. Don't fail me. Bye. <laughs> like that was his whole. <laughs> yes, that was his whole pitch. So if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, I know he's the villain. And I know we should argue he's right. If I'm gonna argue anything against this guy, if a uh, uh, good old uh, uh, traffic light head here, mm-hmm. uh, it's you're a bad manager. Oh yes, 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 yes. Like, those people, like, I really pictured that, because there are some similarities, but I was like, this is very, like, matrixy, in the sense of, like, oh, like, you, you don't even understand what you are, or who you're working for, or, like, how... Your memories have been erased. Yes, how this whole extended universe works, and then it's kind of, like, getting your memories back, or knowing is, like, unlocking, and, like, whatever... And yeah, he is just generally being a bad Morpheus. Like he's not <laughs> when he's laying that truth down, he needs he needs to give people time to breathe, okay? You can't just send a motherfucker back and be like, "Deal with it." Like you can't yeah. do that, okay? People are going to pop. Okay? I'm going to overload you with exposition and then send you back to do the job and never once ask if you're cool with that. Yes. Not once. Now, in the uh, sense of like creating new universes based off of the energy of the old ones, I mean, I can get on board with that. Yeah. And so here's where we get into a bit of a numbers game because they're Whoa, like, okay. every billion years, a celestial is born. That's a long fucking time. Okay. Yeah. So they're not, che- they're not chewing through like one sentient planet a week, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a long time. And they go on to then create, they said they feed off of the, uh, they emerge from the planet like an egg and they create heat, they create light, they create gravity, they create new galaxies and new life. Literally creating billions of intelligent 
species is is what they say. Like basically, these guys need to exist for the universe to exist. And they say if they didn't exist, the universe would kind of just like eventually roll to a to a stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's probably a fair trade off. I mean, greater good, you know. Oh, Does it suck absolutely. that it's our planet? Oh my god, a little god. bit. At one point, because at one point they were talking about like um, when the, the you know the group's really falling apart. They find out you know like uh, Icarus is evil and he starts kind of attacking them a bit or whatever. And they bring up this point of how many people would die so billions could be born. Oh yeah, <laughs> so many. I feel like. I'm like yeah. That sounds, to, at least to my ear personally, I'm like, that's so soothing. You mean this all means something? And, and yeah. it could be extended out into other things? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they bring up this idea of like, okay, well, you know, it's like, well, not everybody said yes to this. And it's like, well, that's not how anything works ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Life feeds off of life, whether mm-hmm. you like it or not. Uh, you know, um you know, your Rice Krispies didn't agree to be eaten this morning, right? Uh, you know, a little different because they're plants, but plants were still alive, you yeah. know? And, and the sort of whole situation with the um, Deviants and the Eternals and the Celestials is sort of how I would view farming, right? Okay. Where the Arishab says like, Oh, I created the deviants to go in and kill the big predators on planets so that there's basically an opening for intelligent life to, uh, emerge, right? Because otherwise the dinosaurs are keeping those mammals down Yeah, is essentially what he's saying. So I invent these guys to go kill off those predators, but then they turned and started to eat the intelligent things. So I created the eternals to kill them. So it's basically farming. Right. It's setting up planets so that intelligent life can emerge and then making sure that the the conditions continue with these Eternals. Like basically, you know, the Eternals are weeding is essentially what they're doing. And then it comes harvest time. Yes, absolutely. And to make because like I. Yeah. The Deviants, I'm here for them. Absolutely. First of all, didn't ask for any of this. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Were created, showed up, started doing their job. Okay. Ran out of food because they do it too well. Yeah, you ever been fired for doing your job too well because the manager's worried you're going to take their job? It <laughs> kind of feels like that a little bit. You know what I mean? You just yeah. did it too yeah. hard, man. You you went too hard and you fucked yourself, all right? Fair enough. Okay. But even in exist, so So knowing this, having these around, great great control of getting this celestial down. You know what I mean? If anything, if these things are popping off, you know, couple, couple thou, you know, de- definitely, you know, you could get up to a hundred thousand now. You they're they're If they're taking people out, then the earth still maintains. There's not enough yeah. energy, right? They were basically yeah. maintaining us into not di- all dying. <laughs> yeah. Like, like if the celestials, pulled back a little bit sorry not if the eternals pulled back a little bit on how many deviants they harvested yep the human population would be controlled mm-hmm. and the eternal or the all these things are fucking shit. i can't keep them all straight the celestial would never emerge right uh makes total sense yes so now okay so so now we've kind of got this like super deviant right because they've been popping them off pretty quickly, pretty easily, you yeah. know, centuries ago, forever ago, thousands and thousands of years ago. Now they're they're all good. They're all sunny. And now they're coming back. But they've got like this super one that can heal itself. Because it's absorbed the powers of, of the Eternals. Yeah. Yes. But That's they cool. don't know that at that certain point. But Right, right, right. Yeah. And you see, so at the, closer to the end of the movie, they kind of, and it's a very, very quick moment, which is sad, because honestly, I think if they had to spend more screen time on these deviants, this movie would be a lot more interesting. (laughs) If we had seen more of these villains, and especially once he gets into this, like, talking state, 
of kind right. of like being aware and saying, hey, like you've been killing us for centuries, like forever. You you slapped our population down so hard. The only reason we're back is because humans are terrible and everything's on thawing. Um, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, so there's this super quick scene. And I think it's really important, at least for us, because we're villain people. The second he maintains power, so he he collects um, Ajax power to heal, and then immediately starts dispersing some of this power to the people. Okay, he immediately hooks links up with all of the other deviants that are there, gives them some of the juice. Okay, that's a great leader right there. This this is a villain I want to fight for. Cool. Yeah. He is for the henchmen. He's for the people. Okay. He's sh- yeah sharing the wealth for sure. And there's another uh, very quick scene where he, I don't know if it was the deviant that said it or one of the Eternals, but they go, well, now that they can like think and talk, they, there's, there is no difference between us. Yeah. He's like, we were all sent here to like serve the purpose of the celestials in one way or another. And the only, there's nothing that makes us any different anymore now that they can like, uh, think and see and, and and communicate they're like they're us they're they're serving the same purpose they're serving the same goal and they have all the same abilities so it's like you can't really hate on them or think of them as monsters when they're essentially you and i think that's another key 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 point of this movie is like yeah man the heroes and the villains are not that different. No, they're very similar. There's a lot of like, and there's a lot of play of that in this movie. There's a lot of like, ooh, this is a, look how we're the same. We're, there's no right answer here. And I got to tell yeah. you, I just didn't, and maybe it's because I didn't like barely anyone in this movie, but I was like, nah, blow it up. <laughs> blow it up. <laughs> Make it yeah. done. I... And just as a side, like, not to talk about plotline or anything like that, just, like, a personal... First of all, yes, this movie super-duper dragged on. Like, there was... There is no need for this to be two and a half hours. Secondarily, am I the only... I... It was so dark to watch, and I couldn't understand why. I was like, the color palette of this movie is is too dark for me. Oh, interesting. I didn't notice that, but... uh... What time of day did you watch it? (laughs) Uh, night. Yeah. See, like. I watched it in the in, in the daytime. Oh, okay. I watched so it daytime, it. and I had to close all my curtains to watch it. There was no way I could watch it with sunlight. It was just Fair impossible. Enough. I couldn't see. I couldn't see shit. <laughs> couldn't see nothing. Which, when it's a movie that you're really into, you're like, that's unfortunate. And when you're like struggling to stay with it, you're like, ah, I don't know. Oh yeah, uh, I had a halftime for this one. <laughs> yeah, I had a halftime. <laughs> I paused. I got up. I did some shit. It's like, all right, we'll, yeah. come, we'll come back. Stretch it out a, a little bit. hundred percent. So I think like, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with you for the deviants. I do very want, I do very quickly though, want to take a bit of a detour and talk about something I call the Thanos problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had that. Yeah. I had, uh, you, we got to talk about big, Thanos. Cause there is a big problem with this. Uh, Obviously, this came out after Infinity War and Endgame, after the snap and all, mm-hmm. all the rest. But these characters have been around for thousands of years. Like, we literally see them at the dawn of time sort of thing. Like, uh, and, you know, uh, Babylon and ancient Gr- Greece and all the rest. And um, the question is raised, well, why didn't you guys help fight Thanos? Like, where the fuck were you when he was wiping out half of the intelligent life? And the the excuse that they give is we weren't we're not permitted to interfere with human affairs unless it involves deviance. Fine, okay. And let's assume the original mission of just we need to protect the humans from the deviants because we need to preserve intelligent life in the universe. Yeah, like that's kind of the the fake mission that they're given, right? That's the one they all believe. The deviants are hunting people like one on one. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like a it's a one by one sort of hunt. I don't know how effective they would actually be by just taking out one person at a time. Thanos took out half of everyone in the whole universe everywhere and was pretty uh 
open, I would say that that was his goal. Oh yeah, no, he wasn't shy. He wasn't. These guys would know about this. <laughs> so, yes. So I would think that if your goal is to protect intelligent life from threats, essentially, so that they can develop, you would line up against Thanos pretty quickly, right? Yeah. Okay. But that's not their real mission, right? Wink and a nod. What they really want to do is they want to make sure that there's enough intelligent people so that they can hatch these eggs. And even still, they should line up against Thanos pretty quickly. Even if if they knew the real mission, they should be like, well, that'll set us back a little for hatching this celestial. Let's fuck him up. Right? Like, there's there's no way that it makes any sense that they sat on the sidelines for that. No. <laughs> no sense. Even the, yeah. Even the celestial so even the celestials who are at a point who are like I care so much about intelligent life on this one egg world that I'm going to make two different types of species that like fight each other and make them thrive. You would think that the celestials would be like, "Hey, oh shit, that Thanos guy is getting kind of crazy. Eternals go fuck him up." Oh, yeah, somebody from head office got an email. There's no way <laughs> they just breeze past that whole thing. Yeah, 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 that doesn't make any sense. You're 100% correct. <laughs> or maybe uh, our favorite thing, maybe it was someone's first day. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> somebody lost that billion, memo, yeah. Yeah, a couple billion years old, the celestial who was like, by the way, there's this Thanos guy? And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they went off for like a long weekend or something. Uh so that's a huge problem for me is like, where were these guys during that? You know? Absolutely. Do you want, I, I want to tell you, um, the, for me personally, if I was to pick out the saddest moment of this whole movie, it's gotta be when Gilgamesh drops that pie. That's the sad, that's the saddest <laughs> I was in the whole movie. That is truly, that pie looked fucking incredible. When he dropped that pie, that was the only time my heart broke. The only yeah. time in this whole movie where I was like, damn, dude, that's that good. That's some shit <laughs> right there. You dropped a pie. Cook, eh? Oh, it so good. It was big. It was thick, really fruity. Oh, man. I'm going to dive into that pie. <laughs> was that a fruit pie or was that a meat pie? It looked like it a fruit pie, pie to me. It might have been a meat okay. pie. Maybe I imagined blueberry because that's what I was craving in the moment. <laughs> Maybe it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. That's a great pie. A pie that's everything you want it to be? Yep. Oh, oh, that's a superpower I'd want for sure. Absolutely. My God. Uh, also, okay, so just to, to kind of talk about, like, Sprite for a second. Right. Because Sprite has Other a real villain. turning moment, a real villainous point of going against our hero or our quote-unquote heroes and saying, you can't stop this. This this entire time I've been here has been hell, okay, and facts. These are just facts, people. This is yeah. that is such a struggle because like you didn't have to live through this for one regular human being's lifetime, all right. A a a time period where maybe maybe this could be endured, okay. You've been living for what like since since forever. <laughs> thousands of years thousands of of years years. this has been you oh that's that's hard just as a kid that's hard man especially when you're crushing on an adult also even harder probably if you're crushing on a child that is a weird dynamic i just don't think you want to start opening that box up you know what i mean jesus no absolutely and, like, at a certain point, they're not a child. Yes. Uh, because they are thousands, thousands of years, years old. old. Your mind is old. <laughs> yes, you've had experiences. You've lived life. You've developed. Uh, but, yeah, you're trapped in the body of a child, which obviously sucks. And it's also kind of, one, cruel in a way, the way that they end this. So uh, Sprite doesn't die or anything, but kind of as this weird tack on at the end of the movie uh, Cersei goes, by the way, I still have some power left over from like when we merged with that thing. So I could turn you into human if you want. And then does, which felt a little bit like, oh shit, human actors will get older. <laughs> so we need to resolve this by the end of this movie. Otherwise, uh, we'll have trouble come the sequel. 
Because, like, if you're a kid that age, you're going to, you know, Angelina Jolie, if this if this movie gets a sequel, Angelina Jolie won't look a day older. You know what I mean? Yeah. She'll look great. Yep. That kid will look noticeably older. Yeah. I yeah I I th- I thought it was more like I honestly didn't mind that and I didn't yeah. think it was like a band aid or anything I was like good okay get older that's nice good for you you got what you a- wanted right except they talk about oh she's gonna go to school and it's like what would you learn in school you are hundreds of thousands years old are you do you think you could I would go to school just so I could dunk on everybody. Are you see? I'd be so smart. Oh, you know all the answers. You get to decide when you know. Oh yeah, no, that's fun. I do that. I do that for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Make some friends. Fucking yeah. Uh, But that's that's the point I have trouble with is the making friends part because how could you possibly relate? To literal children, yeah, real yeah, that's a good point. Li- children with zero life experience, like rounds to zero with how old Sprite is. You can't relate to those people. You know, this yeah. is this is this is someone who's used to hanging around with thousand year old gods who are like, hey, remember when we really fucked shit up back in like ancient Greece? Or remember when we were in Babylon and I used to make like uh tell stories with allusions to proto man you know like it's <laughs> they got stories rebecca they That's got true. stories although you would probably figure out what um human being history takers got wrong because you probably answer a lot of shit co- wrong but it's you not... Would, yeah. Yeah, you would because you'd be like well i was there so clearly it was this and it's like no that's not how we wrote it down checks notes <laughs> no mm-mm no, that's not what we have here. <laughs> because you men have been writing history. <laughs> okay? We've been flipping a few narratives. All right? We've been changing it up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That'd be You don't you don't think that would be infuriating though. Like if you knew how things went down. <laughs> like you were like I was there. And they're like no, 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 no. That's not how that happened. And you just had to like go along with it. I don't, you know what? That would be such a service though. If you just made that your job of like, I'm just going to correct everything that's inaccurate. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be mind blowing. Do you know how much more technology we'd have? That's true. Probably a bunch. (laughs) Probably be better at math. We'd have a lot of shit. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Have you corrected everything they got wrong? Yeah. And this movie does play with that theme a little bit. So like very particularly fastos, I guess. Uh, who's like, again, we get to the end of the movie and I was like, what is your superpower? They make a whole big thing where they go to see him and he goes, I'm not using my superpower anymore. And the only thing we've seen him do up to that point was make a diagram of a steam engine and someone tell him like, no, that's too advanced. Give them the plow instead. I was like, so is he just an inventor? I guess What was his so. deal? He could manipulate okay. things in the air, I suppose. Like he, as long as it was like his thing. I don't know, yeah. man. Right? <laughs> oh, you said that with such conviction, Rebecca. Uh, of course. How could I possibly? Yeah. Have? No. But I... they make such a big deal about how he's not using his powers anymore. And at that point in the movie, I was like, "What were his powers again?" But he does try and give humans uh, technology, and we see how it turns bad because he's at Hiroshima. And he's like, I guess he that means that he gave people the plans to the atom bomb. I don't know. Well, I think he was always like giving a bit over time. And because and he gave anything at all, this is it. where we arrived. Right. I suppose. I think that was kind of the idea. I mean, makes sense. But it also, it brings in a weird thing where uh, Ajak, Selma Hayek's character, mm-hmm is like, I've spent so long with these people on Earth, and after seeing them defeat Thanos and how scrappy they were, I just love them so much. And Cersei, like, spends all this time, and she's like, oh, it's so wonderful and beautiful. And Fasto seems to have, like, the opposite thing, where he's like, human beings are shit, Mm -hmm. and any help that you give them, they will turn into, like, this awful thing. 
I mean, I guess two okay. different characters can have different. Yeah, but for like their sure. whole motivation, but... their their motivation for saving the planet is like human beings are so great. Also, and if Thanos changed your mind, then that means like I don't know what the math is on that, but that means you've liked human beings for less than a percent, big time. <laughs> As far as timelines go, man, we are not batting a good average on that. That is rough stuff. No. Okay. That is that is a last minute change. That is a last minute change of heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. A few, a few like a few years at most? Three to four over thousands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I watched a three hour long movie and I liked the last ten seconds of it, I don't like that movie. I don't no. like it. <laughs> it's not no. good. It was garbage. I'm not gonna do it going, again. A, Let's go to next planet, please. At the end. My God. Which is a great defense of Icarus, right? Rebecca, you have spent all this time making this wonderful meal. You know what I mean? You've mm-hmm. put in the hours. You've been sweating on the stove. You've been you've been dicing. You've been cutting. You've been seasoning. You've been aging things in the fridge. You put it all together. You, you you present it on the plate, you bring it out to somebody, and they go, actually, I'm not that hungry. And then they just want to throw the whole meal in the trash. You'd be livid. And that is exactly <laughs> what Ajax did to, uh, to Icarus. Where it's like, you've been here thousands of years. You He's known about the, the real plan the whole time. Cut out the love of his life. Cut, yeah, and he's like, this is what we got to do. This is the right thing to do. And then she changes... When you're inches from the finish mm, line, mm, mm. Mm. be like, actually, no. I'd be like, fuck you. No. <laughs> We're going it. ahead with it. <laughs> We're going ahead. There's there's an egg traffic light that needs to hatch to create life in the universe. This is the purpose for which we've been made. And I, I'm going to cycle back to this uh, because I fucking hate it. The idea that human beings are just, and humanity is just so beautiful that these alien species can't help but fall in love with us is pure horseshit. I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, and I don't know why. Because, like, I guess I prefer to think of, like, humans as being, like, the scrappy, crazy ones who kind of get things done despite um, people's or other alien species kind of impression of us. Mm-hmm. I like that. That makes sense. But to be just like, oh, they're, they're wondering their beauty and they're so great. It seems so arrogant on the, on the side of humans to be it really. Do- I don't know if it's because we live downtown Toronto, but yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I-, I don't feel like humanity as a whole is so wonderfully impressive that it would change basically a God's mind as to what is important in the world. I do like how, okay. And to give a point to, uh, King traffic light, um, King traffic. I can't, I can't stop. (laughs) Um, so King traffic light, um, He's he basically like at the end, kind of, he finds them of course, like he goes to earth and it's like, okay, yeah. so you clearly have not followed my instructions or heeded my warnings in any manner. Okay. But instead of being like, okay, well, I created you. I'm going to destroy you now or do whatever the hell I want because that's how I work. He kind of goes like, uh, all right, um, you've spared them. Now you have to prove to me, like, basically that your independent studies worth it. Like, if you guys want to <laughs> save these people, you you got to show me that this project is going to work out. <laughs> like, yeah. Which I it's, think it's is basically... a very reasonable, unevil manner to follow up in. I think so, too, actually. It is, okay, write me an essay about how dad's not going to end up walking the dog every night. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 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 you say you'll walk him every night. Yeah. I know I'm gonna end up walking him every night. <laughs> I couldn't find put in the work. <laughs> the the audacity to have two tag scenes after the ending. I and then I don't know if you ha- you felt this. This is just a personal note. At the, at the very end, they go. I think it's, I think it's something like 
the the Eternals will um what what, what will return. Yeah, will return. the Eternals will return. And did you read that like it was a threat? Because I felt like it was a threat. <laughs> like I had, like a little chill went down my spine. I was like, "Fuck, man, we're gonna do this again." No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I, I thought like that's awfully bold of you. Like, oh no, I know, took that I as think... a threat, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Marvel time. will like get rid of these characters like they did the Inhumans and just be like, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, but like, I'd be, yeah, I think they will end up being interwoven into other stories. You know what I mean? Uh, but on the same sort of note, um, you know, they're, they're promoting it on Twitter and all the rest. So it's like the official MCU account. And it says, uh, you know, we've been waiting 7,000 years for this. Cause like they're old, they're eternal. And I read that as, We've been waiting 7,000 years for this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man. Rough stuff. It's, I mean, to be fair, I think it's very difficult to make me care for 10 characters. Like, they show up. There's, like, t- fucking 10 of them. There's so many of them. How am I supposed yeah. to feel emotionally involved with any of these people? Like, how am I supposed to feel connected there's too much. The only part where I actually got kind of, I was like, all right, I feel for this. This is fucking, how fucking dare you? Um, is when they find it. So Athena's mind, they say her mind is collapsing under her own memories. And um, if I ever get dementia, call that that. Okay. I want it to be called that. That's yeah. That sounds way better. Okay. That sounds like I've lived such a strong, hard, awesome life that my brain can't handle it anymore. And that's kind of how I would like to be that to be classified. Absolutely. Okay. So at one point, Ajax says, it doesn't matter if you remember or not. And kind of this idea of like at the core of you, you'll always like know who you are. And that is just a, that's a hard no across the board. That is pure lunacy. And I will not get on board with that. It doesn't matter if you remember your whole life at this point, how you understand it. That yeah. is a huge... That's, it. That's everything. There's no like, oh, at the core of you, you'll always be the same. Everything that you have done leading up to this point makes you who you are. What are you saying? That was yeah. such an insane ass. See, yeah, no, no. I, I agree 100%. That's super mm-hmm. weird. And also, I, I feel honestly like that's kind of an interesting note for this movie. And I, I think almost like, something I'd want an entire superhero movie dedicated to where it goes, you are this wonderful and powerful, um, Thena, right? The warrior, but you're losing your mind and you're kind of dangerous to your friends and all the rest. It's like, I would have preferred an entire movie about that, but because we jump between all these different characters, I didn't care that she lost her mind. I never saw her do cool, badass shit. And I didn't really care if she came back from it or not, you know? Like, it was... I didn't feel much when Gilgamesh uh, 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 sacrifices himself to save her, you know? Which should have been a big moment. But it wasn't. But (laughs) I agree. It's, it's... it's fucked up, but it's, it's also, like, an interesting idea which I wish they ex- explored more. Oh, there are, okay. And, the, yeah, that's one of the really frustrating things about this movie is I feel like there's a lot of those pockets where it's like, oh, this was really great. And if you had have extended that out instead of having these insanely long conversations about nothing, it feels like, yeah. this would have been, this had, like, a lot of potential to it. There could have been a lot more excitement and fun and they also yeah. just generally, and that's why I think they needed more King. They just needed more jokes for this, yeah. for this movie. They needed more <laughs> lightness, more humor, more like of that superhero cutaway cheesy line or whatever. Like it needs that because otherwise it's so charmless. It is in a, in a strange way. And like watching it, I, I recall I was like, this feels like old guard, Remember the movie Old Guard yeah. did a lot of these things better. Yes, much better. Yes. Yeah. A lot of these things. And Old Guard didn't cover all of those themes, but like that's how you do that too. They picked one. They were like, what is it like to live forever? So I yeah, just got a little muddled. And uh, but I love Kamal Nanjiani. Uh I've loved him since so his 
good. If you have not, do you know his printer joke about no, I don't think so. Out, about always running out of yellow ink. No, or like, and he it just oh, it, I'm not gonna do it because like it it doesn't do it justice. But he does this joke, and it ends with like him asking how those got to be the printer colors and it's just it's so fucking funny i love it it's it's so funny and that and uh uh uh, heroin his heroin joke is i think one of the funniest tylenol pm and heroin uh anyway it's oh uh, i'm gonna go watch those yeah his honestly his uh his special beta mail uh is hilarious uh check it out he's one of those guys where you're like it's always good to see you working you know he was in Silicon Valley. He did um, uh, The Big Sick. He did... Yeah. Uh, and you're just like, oh, real happy to see you doing well, Kamal. He's got perfect comedy eyebrows. Like, he every does. time his face starts moving, I'm like, oh, it's funny. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Keep doing it. <laughs> he, he also has a way so of funny. saying things that is just funny. You know? Yes. Like, he's 100%. got a certain intonation or, like... And it works with his eye, like a certain like inquisitive like what kind of the thing. It's it's so good. I love him. Love him. Gl- gl- so glad to see him do well. Let's see the Kamal show. Let's see the Kingo solo movie of him just fucking hundred percent. I watch that. <laughs> what like him bombing around India in the eighties or something? You know, like let's just see that. <laughs> let's, let's let's make a full Bollywood. It's Kingo. Uh, I, I would watch that so fast. Yeah, because it would be fun, right? It'd be fun. <laughs> King go for life. Absolutely. Do you have anything else on? No, I think that this? pretty much covers it. Uh, uh, yeah, the 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 math adds up, man. The math adds up. We're we're just gut microbes to these celestials, and they think not of us. They only think of the good they will do in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And how are you? Go to expect anybody to do anything right when you're calling them deviants. Come on. Right. Come on. Come on, team. You got you to gotta put a positive spin on that. My God. <laughs> all <laughs> right, guys. Before, <laughs> before we get to our Heroes and Villas of the Weekend and all our promo stuff, guys, it is time for our rankings of the hero. Or sorry, the villain of the... <laughs> I fucked right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I have COVID brain. Anyway. <laughs> Our ranking of the villains. What do you got for us, Craig? Yeah, so I've got, uh, in honor of the Eternals, I've got the Eternal Scale, or the Things That Take Forever Scale. Uh, So on a scale of uh, watching the grass grass grow, Jesus, all the way up to uh, the sun burning out, I will say, uh, I will give the Celestials a... uh, me watching this movie. Uh, sure, it's unpleasant. <laughs> sure, it's unpleasant. But if I stop it now, I won't have anything to talk about when we record it. So you got to think long term. You got to think long term. This is really film. funny. We should have checked with each other. <laughs> okay. Because my scale is abstract lengths of time. Yeah. And um, so from a positive one, so an afternoon with the love of your life. To um, one of the longest things you can do, which apparently I had a worse time than you because I made it watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm ranking the deviants. I'm gonna give the deviants a um, watching uh, Kingo's Bollywood movie. I think that just hum along. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a nice time. I think you make a lot of great points, and I would have preferred to watch you guys. So there you go. <laughs> that's my ranking. Right. As if we use the same what? That's so funny. <laughs> it was a long. It was a long. It was a long movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and guys, before we get to our heroes and villains, there'll be a couple ways you can support the podcast. Uh, first of all, uh, Patreon. We're on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash the villain was right. Um, if you don't know, Patreon is a monthly subscription service where you get uh, uh, benefits for uh, supporting the podcast. Uh, so at our very top level, our seven dollars a month, uh, you get. Two bonus episodes a month. One is Rebecca's pick. One is Craig's pick. Uh, This month, it is, uh, uh, we're doing, Rebecca's pick is uh, Big Trouble in Little China. And uh, mine was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So if you want to hear what we have to say about 
movies where the villain isn't necessarily right, uh, sign up for that and, uh, and and go check that out. You also get early release episodes and uh, the ability to vote in our audience choice episodes at various tiers. So uh, check that out. Yeah. And if you want to get in touch with us. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at VWR Podcast, Villain Was Right on Facebook, and Villain Was Right at gmail.com if you want to get personal. And guys, now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. I've got a hero this week, a live hero, but I've been quarantining for the last several days, and I have been so bored, and I started to dive into old games that I used to love. So I sold my Wii U, which uh, takes Wii games, and luckily um, I ordered, what was it? I ordered from A&C Games in Toronto. They were like a local, like whatever, old vintage game reseller, and I got the old uh, Wii Sports. Buddy! Oh man, I'm in hitting bowling. I got a a bonus motion sensor, and they sent it to me so fast. I got in like two days, and I've just been balling out with some old Zeldas and some Wii Bowling, which is still hits, guys. If you're yeah. wondering, if you're sitting at home going, I remember that. That was pretty good. It's still good. It's a lot of fun. Uh, all the sports are good. I got my ass handed to me in baseball, but that's fine. We're going to learn. We're going to figure it out again. Although, I'm going to be honest with you, Craig, I've been so immobile. Um, my arms hurt today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I forgot about this. And I was like, oh. oh, man, just lifting them and moving them. Whoa, what a workout, huh? A lot of work, a lot of work. Yeah, no, Jesus that, that we got people moving for sure. I still got Absolutely. my Wii uh, packed up. I should really break that out. I got the Oh, old... you got to boss it. It's a great party time. Yeah, for sure. Great I got the old N64, time. a Sega Genesis in there too. So, yeah, for sure. That's great. I'm glad you're rediscovering those. Those are always fun to revisit those for sure. Plus fun uh, when you're, you can't leave your apartment. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, for sure. That's great. Well, I'm glad to hear it's going well. Um, my, I, I've got a hero of the week um, and uh, somewhat related uh, to you not being able to leave your apartment. My hero of the week is Rebecca, everybody. My hero of the week is Rebecca. Whoa. Uh, because um, before, uh, by the way, we are recording this remotely. So we are both, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, being safe and, and all the rest. But uh, before we had to do that, uh, Rebecca and I decided that we needed to actually get together and see each other for a bit. We both had a little steam that we needed to blow off. And Rebecca was kind enough to invite me over to her place. And my God, what an excellent host Rebecca is. Just, oh my God, thank you. Just fantastic, <laughs> I will say. Uh, just because you, you started us. First of all, I, I walk in the door and you got cookies cooking. <laughs> Like we gotta have cookies. We, we have, and you sent me home with cookies after. Like I've got your Tupperware still. Like it was just magical. But uh, you know, we were we were gonna do a little drinking. That was the plan from the get. <laughs> and you were just like, let's go into it. You were like, we're starting with a Bailey's and a coffee. Like, and it was so good. <laughs> I was like, it's been so long since I had it, and it just like set the right tone for like energy, but relaxed and all the rest. You threw on a record, like you were like, "What are your musical tastes?" And you threw on a record, and I was like, "This is this is nice." Uh, and then we drank a lot of wine, but you also <laughs> made sure that the water was always topped up. Like, oh yeah, you got oh man. you got it. You were so <laughs> conscious of that, and uh, I think because of that, we went real late. <laughs> We went. I think we hung out for like uh, like 10, 12 hours. It like. was insane. <laughs> uh, but what I told you, it was like 3 a.m. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go home. And you looked at the clock, you're like, 3 fucking a.m. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, but I will say, most times I wouldn't have gotten to 3 a.m. because lack of water and all the rest would have uh, sent us over the edge. And I think the piece de resistance and all this. Uh, which really is the cherry on the cake of you being a, a fantastic and gracious host, is um, uh, after we'd had a whole bunch of wine, uh, Rebecca was like, we haven't eaten anything except for like two cookies each. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you like made a, us... A uh, bunch of Doritos that yes. don't pair well with wine, by the way. No. <laughs> uh, but you made us some fantastic uh, mac and cheese. I think it was Annie's. It was the good stuff. Uh, and we sat there, we, we ate that, and it was just uh, just a, a wonderful night, one that I personally needed uh, just to sort of get out of the house and, and do something fun. So thank you very much, Rebecca, for just being a, a gracious, wonderful host. 
Oh my God. Thank you. So, that's so nice. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> oh man. I'm all warm and fuzzy now. Um, guys, as always, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah. And you can follow me at Craig fake comedy or Facebook or Twitter. Guys, uh, next week we're going to be covering, and I'm so excited for this episode. We're going to be doing Mighty Ducks 2, because why the hell not? Quack, quack, quack. Guys, this is the Bill Was Right reminding you to never have sex in the sand. <laughs> the Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>